I gotta think of a way to get this money by tomorrow. Huh? I gotta think of a way to get huh? I gotta think of a way to get this money by tomorrow. Black aristocrats podcast. I'm tired, bitch. Yeah. What can I say? Yeah, you got the same? Yeah, Julie is my name. Uh, Ride Wave. Thug Motivation. I do not own the rights to this. Black aristocrat shit. I'm tired, bitch. Oh shit, they done let me in the door. They done gave your boy a chance, not a youngin' finna blow. It's a shame finna put the game in the figure four. Young and fresh from out that bottle. Motivate yourself. Get off your ass music. Remember going to school telling you I'll be your superstar. Black aristocrat shit. What's good, people? We in here for another one, man. We here. We here. Thank you, Lord. Now, you know, it's payday for some, and it ain't payday for others. But, shots out everybody getting paid every day. Black aristocrat shit. We here. Thank you, Jesus. We got to start the podcast off or start starting the podcast off with thank you, Jesus, man, because... Looking back, man, and the older I'm getting, man, you know, shit. Yeah, we all know time flying, but damn. I got to be more grateful for shit, man. You know, I feel like a lot of times people be so mad, disgruntled, whatever the reason, and I get it. You know what I'm saying? I get it. We all wake up on the wrong side of the bed. You know, sometimes it's just not our day. Equilibrium off the, the, the fucking earth. Might not be spinning on the axis correctly. You know, whatever it is, it's throwing us off. I get it. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of times, man, if we would take a step back and see all here or just, just understand the shit that we got and just be grateful for it, shit, man, look, it, it might fuck around and open your third eye a little bit. Because shit, I know it did me. And I ain't talking about nothing material or none of that bullshit, you know, that, that, that get burnt up and, and come and go. I'm talking about, you know, memories, uh, 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 genuine family and friends, just, the, you know, the people around you. I'm talking about the people that have been in the mud with you, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and when, you, when, you, when you at the bottom and you had to dig deep, it's, it's very few motherfuckers that, you feel me, that, that that's going to get dirty with you or just stay with you. You know what I'm saying? So when, when when you when you mention people like that, I I could put my bottom dollar on it. Shit. 99% of everybody's list, them, that bitch ain't long. That bitch ain't long, for real. So, man, just be grateful, man. Be grateful, man. Be grateful. I'm going to say that. Be grateful, man. Be grateful. I get to looking around. I'm just grateful for my family, you know. I'm um grateful for fucking... The big God waking me up this morning, man. Shit, that's another chance to goddamn grind, do something. Shit, 
be grateful. I'm grateful I got some shit to do. Shit, get off your ass, man. Got some shit to do. So what? You feel me? Awesome. So what, man? <laughs> so what? We got some shit to do, Pop. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. Black History Month, man. The the month, it's a short month already as it is. And lately, I don't know if I've just been hella busy or I, shit, time just been flying. Time been flying like a mud, man. So, you know, um, some, sometimes I just get lost in being thankful, man. I've been, I've been taking, trying to slow shit down too as well. When I say slow shit down, man, like I said, just being grateful, but also just, just stopping. You know what I'm saying? Just stopping. Just stop. You ever, you ever just took some time out and just stopped? Like, fuck it, I don't, wherever you at, it just hit me. I just stopped. Stop, man. Take a deep breath, man. Catch your head, as we say in Louisiana. Feel me, man? Catch your head, man. You tripping right now, bro. You know what I'm saying? Just stop and catch your head for a minute. And, and, and you'll actually see. You'll see exactly what, you know, what what's going on or to give you a reason to, to really think and be thankful for some shit. You know, just stop, slow down, meditate, pray. What I don't care what you're doing when you stop. You feel me? Just just stop. Just stop. Just stop and think. Like I said, sit down and pray. Stay home. If you're on the run all the time, stay home. Stay home and think. You know what I'm saying? Once again, meditate, morning or night. Um, uh, An example for me, when I say stop would be... With my ass in the motherfucking casino, and I don't want to stop. You feel me? <laughs> Man, I had to put myself in time out in the corner. Like, really? I don't care if people looking at me like I'm crazy. Man, this nigga talking to himself? What's... Yes, yes, yes. I sat on the stool, and I was talking to myself. You heard me? Like, <laughs> self, what is wrong with you? Boy, get your ass out of here, boy. <laughs> You got real responsibilities, boy. At the casino, it ain't going to help you with. You never going to beat them. Get the fuck out of here, boy. Shit. You heard me? Stop. It goes back to that, y'all. Stop. I had to stop myself and just catch my head. And end up making, which was the best, the best decision ever, get my ass on out of there. You feel me? Out of there. What can I say? What? What can I say? I got out. So what? So what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just stop. And then also, you feel me? Like what I'm noticing now that I'm starting, you know, um, cause for the most part, I you know I moved to Florida. You know, my mom and pops they stayed in Louisiana, so you know we spent a lot of time away from each other. So. Now that, you know, my pops is out here, you know, living with us and shit, man. Um, you know, I you know, I'm really getting to spend a lot of time with him and shit. And uh I'm starting to just see shit, you know, and, and one of the things I'm starting to pick up on is like not just with my pops, just a lot of the older people that I've been encountering, I just didn't catch it, but like the older people get, man, the the less they give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like just the older they get, the less they just give a fuck, period. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't care about nothing. You can't hurt their feelings. You feel me? They'll, they'll rub other, and I feel like that's why people take them the wrong way. And a lot of times, their old people will rub people the wrong way. Oh, this old grumpy-ass motherfucker always. I, half of the time, they ain't grumpy. You feel me? They just don't give a fuck no more. 
<laughs> they don't care who they piss off. They don't care uh, 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 about what you got going on. Man, listen. <laughs> Fuck it. You feel me? And sometimes that's not a bad attitude to have. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, uh, uh, I think that was my sign too from Pop. You know, my, my, my Pop's always, so what? So what? What can I say? So what? You feel me? So what, man? I'm not finna stress about these bills. So what? You feel me? I'm not about to stress about these bills. You dig? Awesome. So what, man? <laughs> they gonna be here. You feel me? The more I stress about myself, I got now kill my goddamn self, man. You people die of stress all the time. They, you feel me? Uh, uh, they might not tell you that they're diagnosed with that something else, but part of the reason is stress played a big part in that. You feel me? So, you know, uh, shit ain't going right at my job. Awesome. So what, man? <laughs> so what? <laughs> you feel me? So what? I ain't worried about it. I ain't stressing about it. You feel me? I need these funds. These funds ain't coming in fast enough. Awesome. So what, man? <laughs> so what? So what? Figure something out. You feel me? Dig. Start digging again. Figure something out. You know what I'm saying? Damn, I'm I'm going to be late for work, man, because my kids then put a monkey ranch in the whole goddamn breakfast plans, and one and missed the bus. The other one, they ain't getting right, acting right, so shit. I'm gonna be late for work, got man. So what? So what? And stop at the same time too, and say so what? Man, you know what? I'm not finna be stressed out about this shit no more, man. I'm finna leave it to God, man. You dig? So what? I'm finna leave it to God, man. You feel me? And be grateful. And be grateful, man. So what? I ain't worried about it, man. If if it, if it go down, it go down. I ain't worried about it. So what? You know, so um, you know, I started, I started like, damn, you feel me? Like that's crazy. Like I understand. Like even, um, you know, like the other day I had a uh this gentleman in the restaurant, man. He he had dropped, no, they had overcharged him on something, and uh, like it was some, you feel me? They really overcharged him, got over on him with some drinks and some other shit, man. Equaling up to a nice little amount. You feel me? Like shh. I had the average motherfucker would have been pissed, you know what I'm saying? Cause they literally tried to get over on him, but shit, man. That man was like, man, so what, man? So what? Fuck it. I ain't even worried about. It. I remember that motherfucker said, I got cancer. I don't give a fuck. I got cancer. Fuck it. I ain't about to stress about none of this shit no more, man. I'm just glad y'all was able to fuck that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> another one said the same shit, just a different scenario. But like, man, I beat cancer twice, man. Fuck him. Fuck them. You know what? I stopped giving a fuck a long time ago, pal, about what people say or how they feel. They don't fucking like me. Fuck it. Fuck them. You know what I'm saying? I beat this man beat cancer three times. You feel me? Three times. So I see why he running around. Awesome. So what, man? With the so what. You feel me? So what? And guess what? Man, that man, you feel me? He 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 not as stressful as he usually be. He worry. You feel me? Because it could always come back. But you know what I'm saying, man? That man living his life, man. He ain't worried about what who shoe shooing about him, who don't like him, who talking about doing whatever, who in their pockets, uh, 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 who ain't supporting them correctly, who riding for him, who like him, uh, uh, who sleeping with who, who man, we ain't, man, that man ain't worried about that man. That man getting up every morning and getting to it. You feel me? That man says body ain't. If he wake can wake up in the morning without his body aching. Shit, that's a win for him, man. He gone. 
He gone. Where he gone, he said he don't even know, but he gone. You know what I'm saying? Shit, man, shit could be taken from you at any time, any moment. I don't think we grasp that. You feel me? I don't think we grasp that as humans enough. Now, it's one thing to say that, and then it's another thing that just totally, your actions say something totally different. I don't think us as human beings value that statement like we should. You feel me? Life is very short. It could get taken from us at any given moment. Why are we not living like that? When I say living like that, I don't mean go rob a fucking bank. <laughs> I'll do some stupid shit. I'll go out in the, in the, in the blaze. Glow, you know what I'm saying? Nah, it ain't about that. You know what I'm saying? But shit that you've been thinking about or you've been wanting to do, go ahead and start moving them chess pieces, man. Oh, damn, you know what? I've I, I been thinking about doing this for years. Well, you know, shh, if I start doing it, I'm going to have to cut back on my... That's going to make my little bills tight a little... So what, man? So what, man? Go with your move, man. A, a woman, move them pieces, man. Move them chess pieces. Y'all get y'all shit going. So what? You know, so um, just me seeing shit like that, man, I, it shit been opening up my third eye, been motivating me in, in, in ways that, that I like it. And um, I could see myself benefiting from, you know, in the future. So... You know, shouts out to the old people, man. A lot of times, man, do not discredit them or mis or misdiagnose their grumpiness for uh misdiagnose their grumpiness, man, for just them being old hag or old bitch or however you want to call them, them old people, man. It ain't that. They just they just got the so what mentality, man. They finna live their life. So keep on doing it, man. I hope y'all see an extra hundred and seventy more years. However old you, if you 60 on up, man, shit, I hope you see, you heard me, 170 more years. And if you're 60 and under, I hope you see 200 more years. You feel me? Let's just bring peace, love, and, and happiness and and all that good shit together, man. You feel me? Don't be afraid to pass your hustle on down, man. Fuck that crab in the bucket mentality shit, you know? And um, a lot of times I see why statements like that get misconstrued as well because one minute... You know, you could be, you feel me, having that mentality and, and be genuine about the shit. Man, everybody eat, man. We're going to spread this shit around and show y'all. And feel me, then the next thing you know, then the, the idols become rivals. Shit get misconstrued. Now a nigga want to try to take your place or he won't be bigger than you. And he won't be bigger than you in front of you. Now you feel me, he getting too big for himself and everybody else. And now it, it creates conflict. And You know what I'm saying? Nah, man, I showed you the game, man. Go somewhere else with that, man. Now you go show somebody else like you know, don't come back and throw it in my face and then try to and then try to rival me. You feel me? Like, come on, don't do that. that and that's a lot of times why that shit get misconstrued and, and in most cases it never work, which resorts us back into going and having that crab in the bucket mentality. You know, so once we start understanding the shit a little bit more and digging deep into complex situations, man, I feel like the shit can't get better. The shit can't get better, you know. Fuck. Tighten up, everybody. Tighten up, man. Reach one, teach one. And that's what we're going to do at this black aristocrat shit. You know? Excuse me, y'all. <coughs> we keep all that on that, too. You hear me? Hell yeah. So what? But, um... Uh, we got a lot of shit going on in current news. I ain't going to touch on that too much. 
because what I've been noticing is I I have better uh, uh, listener attraction, reaction, whatever you want to call it, when I talk my current events with guests because it creates a dialogue and it's not a, it's not one sided. I feel like if I'm just talking about current current events and it's just me, I feel like a lot of times it's one sided. So um, I like to show that show that 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 uh that you know the difference the different sides and, and get other opinions and shit when I'm talking about current events. So um, that part of the show just got minimized substantially unless we got a you know a guest on that man. So. I ain't going to talk too much about current events, but I will say um, I've seen this thing. It's, it's like a, I forgot exactly what it's called, but in a nutshell, in urban terms, you feel me, or in layman terms, should I say, it's basically a virtual reunion with a loved one who's, who's like, you know, been deceased. Um, I don't know if it's anywhere in the United States right now. I'm sure it is. But as with anything, especially in the electronic department, China always gets their hands on it first, or they're always a step ahead when it comes down to that shit. So um, I seen it out there on the internet, man, and um, it it was weird, man. It was weird, bro. And just like you could tell the shit felt so real, how that lady was crying, bruh. It was like their seven-year-old daughter had died. They didn't say how or whatever, but she was seven years old and she died, bro. And, dog, they put that lady with them, with that shit on, dog, and they had her, like, with a green screen and shit. So, like, I guess whenever they leave the experience, they'll have it, like, on the DVD or something so they can go back and watch it and really see, like, damn, like, it really looked like I'm really talking to my daughter and shit. And they, give them, they gave her, like, some sensitive touch gloves. So, like, she can, like, when she make the the hand movement of, like, or the hand gesture, I'm sorry, of, like, touching the little girl's hair or her body, like, it actually, you feel me? Give off that vibration or some kind of touch sensitivity, man, when, you, when you're doing it, man. It, it's weird, bro. It's weird, ladies and gentlemen. It's weird. Uh, it had the little girl voice, everything, reaction, like, all that, how she would respond, how she talked to her mom, it was like a real, it was like a real life interaction, man. That shit was crazy. It was mind blowing, and I say that to segue into. We got a lot of shit in store whenever the whole world or our region gets in touch with this five G shit, man. That's just showing you right there the power of like just this five G shit, and how they, you know. It's, it's got big plans and how it's going to take technology to a whole nother level as far as you're going to see some shit that's going to fuck you up, um, <clears throat> which which is going to also make you understand why they've been doing shit the way they've been doing it for the past 10 years with the introductions and the iClouds and, 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 and why it took over and you basically almost had to. It was mandatory for you to get into the cloud or save your shit in the cloud or... Or, or, or sign up with everything with an email and you know what I'm saying? Basically, my my term for it is tracked. But um that 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 that's part of the reason why, you know what I'm saying, shit like that, which is creepy and uh but it's mind blowing at the same time. I would love to experience, I ain't gonna lie. 
I would love to experience it just to see how badass that shit is. You know, I'm sure it'll fuck me up at the same time, too. But who knows? Maybe it's something that everybody can get used to and you could always reconnect with your loved one. Um, I see that shit really happening big time within the next two years. Maybe earlier than that, but, like, this shit is crazy, man. So y'all go check it out. You know, just Google. Put your Googles on, people, and go check it out. Um, On our Black History Month segment, we got... Hold on, oh, before we get to that, before we get to that, fellas. This one is for this one is for the fellas because I was once that fella and my little homie. Congratulations to him. You feel me? He just got us. Um, he just they just bought him a home. You did. They real happy. Congratulations to him, man. It's just a nice house. He been working hard for it. You feel me? And um, you know, congrats, homie. So anyway. It, that this this came about because of his situation, and uh, I was like, "Shit, man, I'm gonna tell you." Like, I, I had to go through the same shit, bro. So, fuck, you definitely gonna have to get you some tools, my G. Fuck all that, goddamn. You finna call your uncle or your or your homeboy? Do it. You feel me? You ain't that technical in that department anyway, so you gonna get tired of depending on the motherfucker, man. You gonna be like, "Fuck it, I'm about to just go." do this shit myself. That's the first step. But the second step, which this is my, this this was my process firsthand. Uh, after that, the first step was goddamn, every time a job came across that I needed to do or I wanted to do around the house, I didn't have the fucking tools to get it. So I would go out and buy the tool just for that specific job and then just have the tool there just sitting. I don't even, I ain't never used the tool yet. It's just sat for a year, two years. You know what I'm saying? I felt like I was wasting money, you know? So I finally did the tool for dummy shit and, 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 and put me together a little list of the most common use of nuts, bolts, screwdrivers, everything, even the goddamn drills, you feel me? I wanted all to get well equipped. So I was telling my dog that long story short, not to be long-winded. My G, you're going to have to get you a little toolkit for dummies just to start out with. You feel me? So um, i love to hear y'all feedback, man. Uh, y'all share some of y'all stories like that, man. Get in the email or, or hit me in the DMs on any one of the social platforms. Tell me some of the stories or share with us some of the story. Even come on the show, man. We'll set something up. But share your story. Of if you ever felt into a situation like that, and it don't necessarily have to be, you know, when you moved into your house or, 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 or similar to ours, but just you know, just a time where you was like, damn, yeah, I guess I gotta go ahead and bite the bullet. And you feel me? Because you, because you was placed into a new situation. It could be a job, it could be a relationship, it could be whatever. But get with us, man, and that's 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 gonna that's like gonna help boost. The, the social interaction, too, with, with the listeners on the show as well. And, and it'll help build a fan base. So, man, y'all get back with us, man, and let us know. Um, black aristocrat shit, man. Y'all highlight us, people. So, yeah, that was it for that segment. And, uh, yeah, we're going to get straight to business from now on on this podcast. We ain't really going to waste no time unless it's just, a, a just, it's just one of them days, you know. But, nah, for the most part, we're going to be at these niggas' neck. We ain't wasting no time. <laughs> Show me my opponent. <laughs> but this Black History Spotlight segment, um, 
is going to Madam C.J. Walker. 1867 to 1919. We spotlight her because Madam, Madame, however you want to call it, you know, depending on where you're from, how you say it, how your accent rocking. Um, but Miss C.J. Walker created specialized hair products for African-American hair care and was one of the first American women to become a self-made millionaire. You heard me? Damn, I needed my bird man on my little Wayne the vroom on the Yamaha Chrome Die 1100. First American woman to become a self-made millionaire. You dig? Self-made. Who she was, you ask? Well, she invented, like I said before, a line of African-American hair products after suffering from a scalp alignment that resulted in her own hair loss. She promoted her products by traveling around the country, giving lecture demonstrations, and eventually established Madam C.J. Walker Laboratories to manufacture cosmetics and train sales beauticians. Her business acumen led her to be one of the first American women to become a self-made millionaire. She was also known for her philanthropic in, um, endeavors, including a donation toward the construction of an Indianapolis YMCA in 1913. Um, real quick, we're going to breeze through it. Um, she was born Sarah Breedlove on December 23rd, 1867, on a cotton plantation near Delta, Louisiana. You feel me? Um, her parents were recently freed slaves. She was the fit child, and she was the first in her family to be freeborn, and that's pretty big. Um, freeborn, look that up. If not, then you basically, in a nutshell, you was actually a child born after slave, after the you know the slaves were freed. So anyway, um, after her um, her parents died, both due to unknown causes. They left her at an orphan age of seven. Mm, that was young. After the passing, she was sent to live with her sister and her brother-in-law. They moved to Vicksburg, Mississippi in 1877, where she picked cotton and was likely employed doing household work, although no documentation exists verifying her employment at that time. By the age of 14, both working in an oppressive working environment, and the frequent mistreatment she endured at the hands of her brother-in-law, she married a man named Moses. On June 6, 1885, she gave birth to her daughter, Aaliyah. When, when her husband died two years later, the two moved, her and her daughter, they moved to St. Louis where Sarah's brothers had established themselves as barbers. There, she found work as a washerwoman earning a dollar and fifty cents a day, just enough to send her daughter to the city's public schools. She also attended public school at night when, or whenever she could. While in St. Louis, she met her second husband, Charles, who worked in advertising that would later help her promote her hair care business. You see how everything is falling into place? People is coming into her life. She, you know what I'm saying? She, she doing her work. She doing the due diligence. And as she's slowly but surely doing the work, people is coming into her life that's helping involving her and actually gassing up her, her whip to take her along her road where she needed to be. You feel me? During the, night, during the 1890s, Sarah developed a scalp disorder that caused her to lose much of her hair. Then she began to experiment with both home remedies and store-bought hair care treatments in an attempt to improve her condition. 
1905, she was hired as a commission agent by Annie Malone, a successful black hair care entrepreneur, and then she moved to Denver, Colorado. Lord, if that would have been around this time, you think she'd be smoking since it's legal? You heard of it? <laughs> While she was out there, her husband Charles helped her create advertisements for her hair care that she was slowly but surely perfecting. He also encouraged her to use more rec- a recognizable name, Madam C.J. Walker, by which she was thereafter known. 1907, Walker and her husband traveled around South and the Southeast, promoting her products and giving lecture demonstrations of her Walker method involving her own formula and pomade, brushing, and the use of heated combs. As the profits grew, 1908, she opened a factory and a beauty school in Pittsburgh, and by 1910, approximately two years later, they transferred her business operations to Indianapolis, and Madam C.J. Walker Manufacturing Company had become wildly successful with profits that were the modern-day equivalent of several million dollars. So if that was the modern-day equivalent of several million dollars, shit, back in the day, she was real on. She was real, real on. You did? Um, in Indianapolis, the company not only manufactured cosmetics, but also trained sales beauticians. These Walker agents, as they were known, became well-known throughout the black communities of the United States. In turn, they promoted Walker's philosophy of cleanliness and loveliness as a means of advancing the status of African Americans. A relentless innovator, Walker organized clubs and conventions for her representatives, which recognized not only successful sales, but also philanthropic and educational efforts among African Americans. She also lived in Harlem in 1913 when her and Charles divorced. She traveled through Latin America and the Caribbean promoting her business. Um, While her mother traveled, her daughter helped facilitate the purchase of a property in Harlem, recognizing that the area would be an important base for future business operations. Now her daughter's grown. She picked up on seeing mommy, you know, handling the business. Let me go ahead and step in and help out. 1916, upon returning from her travels, Walker moved into her new townhouse in Harlem. From there, she would continue to operate business while leading day-to-day operations of her factory in Indianapolis to its forelady. She immersed herself in the social and political culture in the Harlem Renaissance. She founded philanthropies that included educational scholarships and donations to homes for the elderly, the NAACP, and the National Conference on Lynching, and among other organizations focused on improving the lives of African Americans. She also donated the largest amount of money by African American toward the construction of an Indianapolis YMCA in 1913. Uh... She also, in 1918, at Irvington on Hudson, about 20 miles in New York, in the Hudson Valley, she built an Italian-style mansion she called Villa Loaro. It was designed by Vertner Tandy, an accomplished African-American architect. So she heard me. She's spreading that money around, boy. She's she spreading that money around. Well, anyway, Ms. Walker died of hypertension on May 25th, 1919, at the tender age of 51, at her Italian-style home. 
1981, her manufacturing company seized operations. A line of cosmetics and hair care products bearing the name Madam C.J. Walker Beauty Culture is available at Sephora retailers. So, my people, when you're out and about, you stop in the mall, you see Sephora, stick your head in that, man, and see if uh, Madam C.J. Walker Beauty shit's still in there. You know, my baby, she shop at Sephora, you know, and um, I'm going to have to goddamn, you know, ask her about it if she see that in there. Take a picture for me so we can throw that up on the Insta or something, man, so y'all can see. I stuck my head in Sephora and checked out Madam, Madam C.J. Walker. Um, she left a third of the estate to her daughter, who would also become well-known as an important part of the Harlem Renaissance, and the remainder to various charities. Her funeral took place at her Italian-style mansion, and she was buried at Woodlawn Cemetery in Bronx, New York. They got a lot of uh, big-time people at that cemetery. <laughs> Duh. Well, you think all the other people, the rest of the big time people going to go. <laughs> yeah, you right. Fuck. <laughs> I'm tired, There's <laughs> a lot of important people in every goddamn cemetery. <laughs> but um, in 1927, the Walker Building, an art center that Walker had begun to work on before she passed, was opened in Indianapolis. An important African-American culture center for decades, it is now a registered National Historic Landmark. In 1998, the United States Postal Service issued a stamp of Walker as part of his Black Heritage Series. Um, shots out again, Madam, Madame. I don't want to mess that up, cool. C.J. Walker, thank you for your inspiration. Thank you for your motivation. Uh, Thanks to everybody who played a part in everything that's keeping her legacy going. And uh, thanks to um, the goddamn History Channel. You feel me? Thanks to History Channel, Biography.com, um, for, for, for putting this piece together and, 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 and making this available for me to come across and find so I can share their information. So uh, once again, thank you, Madame, Madam C.J. Walker. That was your black aristocrat, black history spotlight of the month for this week's episode. That's it for the day, people. That's all we got. If you ain't remember nothing, if you fast forward through it, uh, just remember positive affirmations sometimes. It don't hurt to just stop, stop, and catch your head. You feel me? And it also don't hurt to sometimes just have that so what. That so what mentality like popping a lot of these old folks, man, and just live your life. You know? Be good to people. Do your shit. And most importantly, find you some shit to do. (laughs) And it's going to always work out for you at the end. Black Aristocrat Podcast. Thanks for joining. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for listening. Tell a friend, tell a friend. And we out this bitch, man. Um, Enjoy your Friday, peoples. Be safe. Stay motivated. And we out this bitch, man. Thank y'all for listening, man. I can't say that enough. We gonna end this bitch on goddamn Bobby Fish scale, man. You feel me? I got it too, man.
Shouts out Bobby Fish Scale, man. You dig? The Fish Scale family. I do not own the rights or copyrights to this music for promotional use only. I'm tired, bitch. 